You are listening to The Happy Gynecologist with your host, Amanda Miles, MD. Hey y'all, welcome back to The Happy Gynecologist, episode number 102, Clean Pain versus Dirty Pain. Before we get started, I want to say that we still need your help to keep the celebration of our 100th episode going and keep shooting for the 100 podcast reviews on iTunes. We're getting closer and closer, but I know that there are literally thousands of you out there that haven't done it yet. (laughs) I know you're out there, so why not? It totally helps. All the cool kids are doing it. (laughs) How do I know that? Because, of course, I love all of y'all that have done it. I've loved all y'all that haven't, Um, but... I only ask this because it's important to reach this goal for me because so many more OBGYNs could find us um, and I wouldn't have to run ads or anything like that um, so that I can help as many OBGYNs as possible. And I don't want to do that. Um, I want to I want to just do word of mouth. I want to, um, you know, share our love with our friends and and, you know, pass the pass the, the fun along and uh, writing a review definitely does that. So help me get to that 100 reviews goal um, to celebrate the podcast turning 100. So those of you that did give that wonderful gift uh, to the podcast for its birthday, sure, I just appreciate you so much. Thank you. Um, It really makes it more possible for this podcast to keep going. You have no idea how much it really does help. So thank you. Um, The next thing I want to tell you about is that my upcoming Coffee with Coach, which if you um, are new here, is a super fun webinar where we hang out over coffee and I teach some awesome stuff, kind of like a long live podcast. Um, We are going to be having our next one on Saturday, October 1st at 9 a.m. Central. And the topic for this one is three steps to enjoying this job again. So you're not going to want to miss out on that as I'm going to give you some really vital, usable steps that you can start doing right away. Um, And so to join me, you have to register and you can do that by going to coach-miles.com forward slash coffee And that will take you to a secure registration page through Zoom so that it can send you the Zoom link and such securely and all that. Um, And it'll also put you on the list so that you get the recording uh, if you sign up. So that way, um, you know, this one, this one is not going to be posted um, on the website like the other Coffee with Coach recordings. So um, that way, if you, if you really want to see this one or get the recording, you definitely need to get on the list. Okay. Um, Because I won't be posting this one on the website or putting it up afterwards. Okay. So coach-miles.com forward slash coffee to register. Um, And also, also, remember, you can bring any topic to that um, because I always answer, you know, as many questions as there are at the end. I stay on as long as I need to to answer questions or to coach um, where you just type in your questions to the Q&A box and I address everybody. So if you have questions about, you know, something you've heard here, if you have questions about something that's going on in your life, bring that with you. Um, or if you have questions about the Happy Gynecologist program, I'll be answering those as well. So definitely bring them and I can't wait to see you and have coffee. We're going to have a lot of fun. So coach-miles.com forward slash coffee. All right, today we are going to continue some of our feelings work. We are going to be talking about something that I see so often um, in my clients, in people I work with, in myself, okay? And especially in the setting of something like an unexpected outcome, you know, at work, right? Like a death, a major complication. But I want you to know that this concept that we're talking about today, clean pain versus dirty pain, This concept applies even to the smaller everyday things. Okay, it's it's kind of like the, um, you know the the, you know don't sweat the the petty stuff, right? Like it's kind of like even the little petty things throughout the day 
can um, can fall into these categories of clean pain and dirty pain, okay? And so I want you to know we're going to be talking about um, things in the arena of like heavy big things that these that these can apply to, um, but this concept applies to all things big and small, okay? And so it could be, you know, like feeling frustrated with how your office is running or how you think admin treats you or... Um, you know, those kind of like day-to-day frustrations you have at work or what we're going to be kind of addressing today, kind of the bigger things um, at work where there's a big event or a big thing that causes um, a lot of thoughts that create negative emotion for you, okay? And so um, whenever we talk about negative emotions, we often are, are, you know, wanting to avoid negative emotions altogether, right? Um, we are used to trying to feel better, right? We're used to trying to um, seek dopamine instead and feel good. As humans, that's, that's one of our things. We try to avoid pain and seek, seek pleasure, okay? Um, and we try to expend as little energy as possible in doing so. And so that is, you know, what motivates us as, like, kind of the, you know, humans that we are on the most basic level. And so, you know, we are used to trying to switch our thinking to something more positive instead, right? So um, I know that we start learning about this work and we're like, okay, well, I just need a better thought. I just want to, I just want to have a better thought, but I can't get it to work, right? Like, why can't I just, you know, think this positive thought and feel better, right? So I want you to, to think about though, sometimes whenever we're doing this work and we're feeling negatively, we actually don't want to think and feel positively about certain things, right? And so there are a lot of situations in our lives that we don't want to feel good about. You know, if someone dies, right? Say our our spouse unexpectedly files for divorce. If we get sued, (laughs) if we have a complication or an unexpected outcome at work, There are a lot of reasons that we, you know, we feel negatively about that. And we wouldn't want to just like think happy thoughts or think positively about them, right? And feel good. It's, it's, it doesn't feel right, (laughs) right? And so it would be seen as, as socially weird too, you know? So we, you know, we wouldn't want to feel like rainbows and unicorns about getting sued, right? And so, you know, these things are, are, you know, are big things that can happen. They can make us think sad or negative or painful thoughts. And in these situations, we actually want to think and feel that way. Okay. And so what I want to talk about today is this concept of clean pain versus dirty pain. Okay. Because there are certain things we actually want to feel pain around. Okay. And so I think it's important to distinguish between clean pain and dirty pain, um, if we are feeling, you know, emotional pain. Um, and so this, this concept is not new, nor is this my own creation by any means. There are a lot of ways we could talk about this. You um, can hear about this in many realms, in the therapy realms, in the, in the Buddhist realms. Like there's a lot of different ways you can um, discuss this concept. You might hear it discussed as um, acceptance versus resistance or suffering versus acceptance. You know, there's a lot of different ways, but the gist is 
When we experience emotional pain, we typically can experience it in one of two ways. And the first way is what I call clean pain. This is the type of emotional pain that we want to feel. It is authentic, right? It's, a, it's part of our humanness. It accepts the reality of the situation. And we wouldn't want to feel a different way in these situations. Like if we experience a loss of a loved one, we want to feel sad about that. If we have a friend that loses a child, we want to feel sad about that. If a colleague passes away, we want to feel sad about that. And this is such a clean pain. Um, Other types of pain are like disappointment, right? I, um, you know, I, I think that oftentimes we experience this like, okay, I had a goal and I didn't meet it. Um, Maybe I asked for a raise and they said no. Um, Maybe I applied for a grant and I didn't get it disappointment is how we want to feel in those situations, right? We don't want to feel happy, right? We don't want to feel like we're, you know, Pollyanna in the situation. That's like, that's like a toxic positivity type thing, right? Like we're not just gonna be like, all right, I'm glad that I didn't get the grant because it gives me an opportunity to work more uh, on this grant proposal. You know, like none of us (laughs) really want to do that probably, okay? And so, Feeling that that sadness or that that grief or the nostalgia or the disappointment, the loss, bittersweet is another one. Um, those are types of clean pain, okay? And often, what I feel is that this, you know, this clean pain, it's it's therapeutic to feel it, right? Like if you, you know, if you lose someone, it is, you know, if you feel that sadness, it's almost like from a loving place. It hurts so bad because it comes from the love we had for them. And so it's, it's a therapeutic thing that, that we need to feel it, right? And when you feel clean pain and you let it move through you, it comes in waves and it's clear, it's pure. It, in between the waves, you can kind of breathe and then maybe another wave comes again. And I typically think that clean pain lessens in intensity over time if you allow yourself to feel it. Um, It may always be there, but it is less raw over time, okay? Now, you may not relate with any of the above examples, okay? So you, (laughs) I don't want you to, um, you know, think that there's a right way or a wrong way to feel. Like, there's some of you out there that if you had a parent die, maybe you never really knew them, you might feel different emotions like angry or confused um, instead of just sad, right? And maybe you feel grief or sadness if your beloved dog would pass away. And that's fine too, okay? This discussion isn't about what feelings are the right ones or what feelings are the wrong ones um, or when you should feel what because we are all different, okay? And all feelings are valid here. You are allowed your feelings no matter the circumstance, okay? They aren't really good or bad. And I hate to even label them negative emotions and positive emotions, but I think that that is how we experience them. And so, so I just want you to know, like, if, if how I'm discussing, you know, these situations or these examples doesn't apply to you, you know, there may be another way that you experience this, okay? But I think it's a useful tool to discuss how pain can actually be something we want to feel sometimes and we want to allow it. And then other times, the pain is something that we use to punish ourselves or blame ourselves or intentionally we 
resist the reality of the situation and we create a lot of suffering for ourselves, which can end up feeling like we are really stuck in that pain or that we are like a victim to the pain. And so that brings me to the other type of pain, which is what I refer to as dirty pain. Okay. It is emotional suffering. Dirty pain often creates suffering by making us the victim of our circumstances. It often can grow from our thoughts about the situation and how things should be different. Okay. And so it is, it is a pain that isn't because we want to feel sad necessarily, but because we are resisting the reality of the situation. Okay. And so this type of pain typically grows more and more as we think about it. It can grow over time and it comes from resisting what is rather than just accepting what is. Okay. It can also come from thinking negative thoughts about yourself or others or the circumstance. Okay. So when you feel dirty pain, it feels stuck and heavy and burdensome and it can feel all encompassing, like it's going to drown you. And it feels unbearable. Like you just need to escape. You just, you, it's, it, it's something that you feel like you need to like hide from, run from almost. Okay. And it is, it is a suffering feeling. Okay. And so what I, I want to like explain to you is that, you know, there is a huge difference between these two. And the reason for that is like, if you are stuck in dirty pain, you can't move forward. Okay. If you were processing your pain or feeling the pain, allowing yourself to feel pain and it's clean pain, you are actually able to move forward. Okay. And so, you know, I, I want to think about like an example would be whenever we have a bad outcome and let's say a baby or a mom dies and we might feel as though we might drown from that pain. For those of you that have been there, you know what I mean? I've been there too. It feels life altering. It feels all encompassing. It feels career ending. It feels as though we may never escape. You know, it's, it's a dreadful feeling, right? And the reason for that is, is that we often have a lot of thoughts surrounding the circumstances of that, that come down to something like this shouldn't have happened, or this is all my fault, or I'm a fuck up and caused this to happen. Okay. It comes from blame and shame and judgment and criticism of ourselves. Okay. It comes from the arguing with the reality of what is happening in that moment by thinking it shouldn't be like this. No one should ever go home empty handed or no one should ever have a newborn and a funeral in the same week. And our attachment to these thoughts or our attachment to what we envision, uh, you know, the, the way that things quote unquote should be is what creates a lot of suffering for us in those moments. And think about it. It's not from a place of love, like clean pain. Okay. I want you to really think about this because right now you're like, well, yeah, but no one should, (laughs) no one should ever have to go through that. Right. And I'm not saying they should. I'm just saying that us, us thinking that thought in particular creates a lot of suffering for us. Okay. And oftentimes we are in a place where we feel like we should suffer. Um, And so we, we will really focus on those thoughts. Okay. 
And like I said, I'm not saying you should feel good. We don't want to feel rainbows and unicorns here. But there is a different way to process this pain, okay? And so so think about it. It's not from a place of love whenever we have, like, I fucked this up. This is all my fault. She should have a baby right now, and she doesn't. If we have thoughts like that, that's from a, a really different place than a pain that we have because, you know, we, we loved someone and then experienced a loss, okay? So dirty pain can really come from a place of not loving yourself. And I think that this is a huge key factor whenever we are dealing with a circumstance that feels earth shattering to us, right? We are in an event that is truly, you know, most of us would agree out there truly awful, right? So when we are in that situation, we have to be there for ourselves, number one, okay? Whenever we show up with love for ourselves, we're going to be able to get out of that dirty pain and into a cleaner place. We're going to be able to feel love for our patient or their family rather than the shame or self-judgment of ourselves every time we interact with them, okay? And so that's going to allow us to move forward in a much cleaner way, in a way that we are proud of for taking care of this family and proud of for taking care of ourselves. So so I want to talk about that. So how do we get into a place of self-love when all the world feels like it's like crumbling down on top of you, right? And I think the first step in doing that is that you have to recognize it for what it is, okay? Whenever you start blaming yourself or you feel like this is like coming down on top of you, that is when you have to stop blaming yourself. That is when you have to stop believing the thoughts that your brain is offering because it is going to default to the blame, shame, judgment, and criticism when things go bad because that is how it was conditioned. Whenever we were taught growing up in medicine, that's what we were taught. We were taught to do those things when something goes wrong or to to blame ourselves, blame others, okay? And so that's what we learned. And you know, that's, you know, I'm not saying that's good or bad, but that's, you know, what we were taught, how we were taught through the way that we were taught. Um, M&M conference, you know, getting publicly called out at the nurse's station, you know, it's just, it's what our brains know. And so just know that our brains will default to that old conditioning when something goes unexpectedly or something is complicated um, or you have a, a bad outcome. Okay. And so we have to recognize that, Yep. Okay. This is the part where my brain goes into that default blame, shame, judgment, and criticism mode because that's what it knows. Right. And so we don't have to believe it. Okay. So that's what I want you to know is that you don't have to believe a word of that. And that can definitely be just like, okay, thanks, but no thanks brain, because that's really shitty. And we're not going to do that to ourselves right now. Okay. Like not a single one of us here would ever harm someone on purpose, yet our brain like makes us out to be criminals when something happens like this, right? Our brain is like, yeah, you, you fuck this up. You cause this, like you're a, you know, terrible person because of this. And, but, but like you and I logically know we would never do something like that. And so, but that's what our brain is going to try and offer to us. Our our brains are going to blame us first and foremost, because that's been helpful to it in the past to get us where we are now, right? If you don't do well on a test, all right, well, we better get our shit together so we can do better next time, right? Like kind of blaming and criticizing and judging ourselves, right? Um, And so 
It has motivated us to do better in, in the past. But in these situations, it doesn't actually lead to us doing better. Okay. And I want to actually like maybe add that it might lead to us doing worse. Okay. So it's time to stop the bullshit of that. Okay. And so, so decide right now <laughs> that, that you're not going to tolerate that kind of self-talk because even though it's been helpful in the past, it's not helpful whenever that default um, brain conditioning kicks in. It leads to this dirty pain. Okay. So just decide right now that you're not going to tolerate the self-blame, the judgment, the criticism, um, or the, or the shaming of yourself. Just decide that and shut it down. Be firm with your brain if you need to. Like, nope, we aren't doing that today, brain. I know this isn't going how we, we want it to, but we're not going to blame ourselves for this. Okay. And you can just say that, like you can like literally tell your brain this and just shut it down. Okay. Now it's going to, it's going to try and offer that more than once. So you're going to have to practice that. It's like a muscle. You have to build it up strong. Okay. You have to like practice to strengthen that, that muscle of like, nope, we're not doing that today, brain. Okay. So the next best way to kind of banish the dirty pain is allowing the clean pain. Okay. To do this, you have to recognize that you are in dirty pain versus clean pain. Okay. So you have to really have some awareness. Okay. I'm feeling bad because of the way I'm thinking. What am I thinking? Okay. Ask yourself that. And you can, you can seriously do this um, in the bathroom. Okay. After the case, whatever it is. Okay. Um, I, I have done that. Okay. Ask yourself that question. Uh, and and kind of determining, okay, I'm feeling this bad. Is this clean pain or dirty pain? And whenever you allow yourself to feel clean pain and you you let it be there, you say like, I'm really sad that this happened for this family, right? It it opens up a different type of pain. Okay, it doesn't feel like it's going to suffocate you. It definitely still feels you know, negative. It feels painful, but it is much different. Okay. And I remember I, you know, I really struggled after a very devastating case, um, a little over a year ago. And I, I went into an empty patient room and I closed the door and I just sunk into a chair and cried. And it was dark. And I just, you know, like the lights weren't even on. I was just kind of in the back hall And I just let myself think that, like, I am so sad about this. I'm so sad for this family. I'm so sad that this happened. And I let myself cry and, and mourn and grieve. And I didn't argue with the reality. I didn't say this shouldn't be happening, even though my brain really wanted to go there. I just stayed with that clean pain, that feeling of grief. And this is literally like a couple a couple hours after um, my case that, you know, you're like stuck up on the floor, like trying to make sense of stuff. And, um, and you know, you are like almost in shock before you go home. And I just, I knew that I had to, I had to address this and I had to um, process something or it was, it was going to be bad for me. I wasn't going to be able to recover. And so... I just went into this room and I just cried and I, I said out loud, I'm just so sad about this um, because I'm, I'm sad that this happened. You know, I'm sad, maybe not that this happened, but I'm sad for this family, like grief, not 
arguing this shouldn't have happened this way. This shouldn't be like this. You know, nothing. I wasn't allowing my brain to do that. And because think about it, like you can't feel two feelings at the same time. So you can't feel both clean pain and dirty pain. The thoughts will pop up with time, of course, that try to blame you. So over the next few weeks, my brain would offer that, but I would just shut it down. I didn't believe it. I didn't allow that. And those thoughts, they're going to come and they're going to be full of the ways that this shouldn't be happening. But like I said, you don't have to believe them. Okay. The last and possibly most important thing that will release you from dirty pain is acceptance. Okay. And acceptance sounds like a very neutral thing. Like it is Like, okay, that's, you know, like saying stay calm, you know, (laughs) but acceptance is truly how we decrease our suffering. Okay. The, you know, this is like having thoughts like, or like a mantra, even it was supposed to happen this way because it did happen this way. It is just accepting what is, it's accepting the reality of our life or of our circumstance right now in this moment. And you know, like this is what is happening and I cannot change it. Okay. So acceptance is, is also kind of like, you know, if we, if we like go outside and we are like, you know, like, dang it, it is, it is raining today. And I just wish it wasn't raining. You know, like we can wish it wasn't raining all day long, (laughs) but we're not in control of that. And it is raining. And so us saying that we wish it wasn't raining only creates negative emotions for us. But just like accepting like that it's raining, it, you know, like, oh, it's raining outside. It's not my favorite weather, but it's raining. You know, that is a much different feeling than saying, gosh, I hate, I hate it whenever it rains. I wish it wouldn't do that. Right. Because we're never going to change when it rains and when it doesn't. Okay. That's the situation. That's the circumstance. That's the reality of the situation. We are not in control of that. The universe is, right? Or the, the atmosphere or whatever. Um, and so, so arguing with it only creates this dirty paint. The same thing, okay? So accepting that in this moment, this is what is happening and I cannot change it leads to acceptance and it, it decreases dirty pain. Okay. I may choose not to like it. I may choose to feel sad about it. Um, but when I choose to argue with it and say it should be different, that is what creates the suffering for me. Okay. So, so I want you to ask yourself, like, how can I find acceptance? What would allow me to find acceptance? What is actually happening? And where are you arguing with the reality of it? Okay. It was supposed to happen this way because it did. Of course, if you could have changed it, you would have but you don't have that kind of power. Okay. I think a big part of my acceptance was truly understanding for the first time in my career and in my life that I was not in control and accepting that. Okay. I, it was, it was this moment of realizing that I could not as a human overcome whatever higher being is out there or, you know, whether you believe in in God or mother nature or the universe Um, I could not overcome those powers as a human and that I've never actually been in control of the outcome. (laughs) Accepting that and realizing how true that is and accepting it 100% was probably the biggest game changer for me in my entire life. 
and you know, I'm I'm here to to help, of course. Like I'm I'm here to help the outcome be good, of course, but I've never actually been in control of the outcome. I'm here to do my best, but I am not in control of how it turns out. Accepting that and finding truth in that has been like I said, the biggest game changer in my career um, and probably in my life. Um, And that was kind of like looking back at this devastating case that I have, probably the biggest, you know, like lesson. If something could have come from this, it was learning that. And um, I'm even getting, I'm getting a little teary eyed right now, (laughs) y'all. I'm getting emotional and it's clean pain. I want to, I want you to know that like just thinking back and feeling sad um, or even like sympathetic for myself um, is, is what's coming up for me. So I, I just want you to know that, you know, don't get me wrong. Like I'm still a control enthusiast. (laughs) I love to be type A. I, I still try to control all kinds of things. But in the end, when I find my brain leaning towards self blame or shame or judgment or criticism, I know I'm not truly in control of the outcome. And that is perhaps the most loving thing I've ever been able to do for myself. Um, So above all, it's not only acceptance of the circumstances, but also acceptance of yourself and your humanness and how you were really, you were trying really, really hard to do your very best every damn day. And your best is pretty fucking good. Okay. (laughs) What did you think about that? So acceptance acceptance of this reality of of this moment of what's actually happening and acceptance of yourself okay so that's it clean pain versus dirty pain the three ways to get out of it and moving forward i hope this helps in some way if you need any help in applying this to your life join me at at the coffee with coach okay i'll be answering everybody's questions at the end i can help you apply it just type it in the little q a box and we will coach you through it okay so if there's something that you want to apply this to let me know you can always reach out to me as well um, uh, on social media. And, um, and, but I hope to see you at Coffee and Coach. Or, geez, Coffee with Coach. <laughs> All right, guys. I will talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, you can always get more free help from me by going to my website, www.coach-miles.com and clicking on free resources. If this work has helped you and you're interested in learning more about getting out of burnout and up-leveling your life as an OBGYN, definitely check out my six-month coaching program, the Happy Gynecologist Group. You can always get more information on my website, coach-miles.com.